So again, this is following up on, on last week's speech therapy, right? Um, uh, where we talked about the importance of what we say. We talk about the importance of the tongue. Uh, we, talk about, uh, we talked about the fact that we need to be proactive and we need to be aggressive regarding our speech, regarding our faith talk, that we're only going to speak things that reflect our authority. We're only going to speak things that reflect our faith. And we're only going to speak things that reflect the word of God. That unless it reflects that stuff, I'm not even going to say anything. I will not open my mouth unless it reflects the authority that I have. And we found that in Matthew 8, 5 through 10. Unless it reflects my faith, we found that in Mark 11, 22, 24, and the word of God. We found that in Isaiah 55, 10 through 11. Now, again, go back to Buzzsprout for last week's uh, lesson, last Sunday's lesson, speech therapy, as we went through all those and we pulled out stuff like that. But again, we're only speaking things, right? So we're talking about expectation today. We're only speaking things that reflect our authority, that, that reflect our faith, and that reflect the word of God. So watch this. So now as we begin to practice this, and as we begin to walk in the lesson uh, from uh, speech therapy, as we begin to do that stuff and speak in faith, uh, it is a must and it is imperative, watch this, that we then start to expect to see a manifestation of what we say, okay? Watch this. If, if we believe this, if we believe that the things that I say have power, and if we believe that the things that I say I ultimately will see in my life, then when I speak from authority, when I speak from faith, and when I speak from the word of God, it is important for me to start expecting to see a manifestation of the things that I say. Amen. We've got to believe that it's coming. All right. We got to believe that, that, that when I say things and that when I speak from authority, when I speak from faith, when I speak from the word of God, that I'm going to start seeing those things. Watch this manifest in my life. Now, when I expect to see something manifest in my life, there's, th there's something I got to understand that now it is incumbent on me to start to prepare to receive what I expect or what I believe will manifest. Watch this, expectation by definition means a strong belief that something will happen or, or, or something will be the case in the future, okay? When I expect something, it means that I have a strong belief that something will happen uh, or will be the case in the future. Uh, watch this, to regard something as likely to happen. Meaning that, when, that because I know the power of the tongue. Now, again, you can go, you got to go back to speech therapy because we went through all this. I understand the power of the tongue. I understand that, that, that we see biblical examples of God. We see biblical examples of Jesus speaking and what they say come to pass. And we see the same thing, watch this, uh, available in the life of the believer. And we say, we're not going to run from that. We're not going to be scared of it. We're going to start adapting that and walking in that. And now I have to understand that now that when I say these things from authority, from faith, and from the word of God, that I can expect this to happen in my life. Now watch this. With expectation, please write this down. With expectation comes a responsibility to prepare for the arrival of what we believe and life after it. Here we go. Here we go. I love it. Watch this, that with expectation, so here's a formula. When I start speaking from authority, when I start speaking from faith, when I start speaking from the word of God, so I, I understand my authority, I know what I believe, I know what the word of God says, so then I do what? I speak those things, right? Those are the things that I speak. Now, when I speak those things, I then what? I have an expectation that those things will manifest. So now because I have an expectation that those things that I spoke will manifest, I now have a responsibility to prepare for the arrival of those things that I believe and for life after it, okay? Here we go, here we go. So, the, so, 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 so watch this, when we're expecting, suppose you're expecting a baby, because we do this in, we do this in, that, in the natural life, we do this. And so we gotta translate that natural knowledge, that stuff that we have, that, that knowledge that we have naturally, we now gotta transfer that to the spirit. Because watch this, 
when, you, when you're expecting a baby, right, there are things that you do because you're expecting it to come. Not that the baby's here yet, but that you're expecting it to come, right? Look, we go through with all the prenatal care, all the hospital visits, all the checkups, all the sonograms, all the things that's necessary, even some of the exercise routines the moms go through, even some of the vitamins and things like that that the moms go through. We go through all those, all those, all those necessary uh, preliminary things before the baby gets here. Why? Because you're expecting the baby get here, to get here. You purchase clothes. You get cribs. You get things to put the babies in. You get you know, newborn diapers. You have a big baby shower so people can give you all the stuff that you need. But listen, and you don't even need the stuff right now, but you need it for when the baby gets here because you're what? You're expecting the baby get here. You even pack a, a bag to go to the hospital. You pack a hospital bag. Why? That's right, Ma, because you are preparing for what you are expecting. You're preparing for the arrival of it. We just talked about it. So I know that, 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 that I, got, I understand my authority. I know that, that, I, uh, that I have faith and I believe in certain things. And then I speak from the word of God. We understood all that, right? And so now because of all that, I am expecting it to manifest. But with that expectation comes the responsibility to prepare because you don't want to speak something. You don't want it to manifest. And then it goes unusable or, or it sits idly because God has blessed you with it. But you're unprepared to walk in it. You're unprepared for its arrival. And you're unprepared, watch this, for life after it. Because what good is it if you can't utilize it, right? Here we go. Here we go. So we talk about expecting. Watch this. When we expect some sort of weather phenomenon, we're expecting a snowstorm. We all, we, you, you see it all the time. People, we're expecting a snowstorm overnight. You're headed home from work. What do you see? You see street crews out on the streets before the snow comes, preparing the streets for a snowfall because we understand the importance of preparing. You see schools sometimes overnight already delaying and canceling school before one snowdrop falls. Why? Because they're preparing for life, watch this, for it to come and preparing for what it's going to be like once the snow hits the ground, right? People go to the grocery stores and, and, and they're stocking up the refrigerator with things. Why? Because they, because they understand that the snow is coming, watch this. And so we need to prepare now because once it gets here, I might not be able to leave the house to go get the stuff that I need. And so I'm preparing for it to come and I'm preparing for what? Life after it. Listen, y'all. And so we have to understand that if I'm going to speak these things and I understand my authority and I, and, I, and I have this faith and I'm speaking from the word of God and I know it's going to manifest, then I'm going to live in expectation that what I'm saying is coming to pass. Now watch this. And I'm going to prepare because now it's my responsibility. Look, now it's on me. Uh, 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 we love the things that we say God is going to do and we love the stuff that other people want to do. But this is on me to make sure that I prepare and that I, it's my responsibility to prepare and plan. Watch this. For the things that are coming my way now watch this here we go here we go if you believe what you say will come to pass the question that we have to ask ourselves is what am i doing now okay i got you i'm coming i'm coming all the way in watch this this is what am i doing now to prepare and plan for it and life after it what am i doing right now to prepare for it and life after it if you got your bibles go to go to luke 17 uh, 11 through 14. watch this what am i doing right now to prepare for it and life after it. If I believe in the things that I say, here we go. Uh, but speaking from authority, from faith and the word of God, not just speaking like it says in James four, speaking amiss, I'm not asking amiss and I'm not asking for selfish reasons. I'm, I'm speaking from authority, speaking from faith and from the word of God. Um, maybe we'll go to James um, uh, next week and talk about when we ask or speak things amiss. Um, uh, 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 here we go, uh, Luke 17, uh, 11 through 14. I'm reading it from the New King James Version. It says, now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. 
Then as he entered a certain village, there met him 10 men who were lepers. All right, they met Jesus, who stood afar off. It was social distancing. Right, here we go. Uh, verse 13, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, uh, master, have mercy on us. Watch this. So when he saw them, he said to them, go, show yourself to the priest. And so it was as they went, they were cleansed. Here we go. Here we go. So they, come, so they see Jesus. Uh, they, they have leprosy. They're asking Jesus to, to have mercy on us, heal us, right? So he, so he sees them, and he doesn't touch them and say, you are healed. He doesn't speak and say, do you believe that I can do it? They say yes, and then immediately they heal. No, he says, listen, what I want you to do is leave from here, right? Leave from this place, and I want you to go show yourself, as was the custom of the day. If you had leprosy, you can then show yourself to the priest, and if you were cleansed, they will let you go back to society. He says, listen, what I want you to do is to go, watch this, show yourself to the priest, right, before he even healed them. This is what, he says, I want you to go now. This is preparation before they see any manifestation. You're going to go and show yourself healed before you even see the healing, right? I want you to move out in faith, understanding that it's going to happen before you even see it happening. Here we go. He says, go show yourselves to the priest. And, it, and so it was that as they what? As they went, come on, y'all. It says, as they went, they were cleansed. Now watch this. Here's what's so funny about this, is that, is that this... Uh, 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 this is, is, is interesting and different from what we saw before with Jesus or in another situation where there were times, whether it was a blind person, uh, whether it was someone who was lame, uh, even another person with leprosy, where Jesus touched them and they were healed immediately. Here we go. Let's go to Mark 1. Mark 1, 40 through 41. Mark 1, 40 through 41. I'm cheating because I got my computer up, so I ain't, ain't got to flip through the, through the Bible. But Mark 1, <laughs> 40, 40 through 41, uh, New King James Version. Uh, it says, now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him and saying to him, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. And then if you read over to uh, 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 verse 42, uh, then it says, uh, uh, as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. So here we see Jesus in the same situation with one person uh, uh, say to him, I am willing, be cleansed. And, and as he spoke to him, immediately the leprosy left him. And so we see Jesus doing things in an immediate situation. But in this particular case, like we read in Luke 11, he wanted them to go before there was any kind of evidence, watch this, that he had healed them. He said, you go and show yourself to the, to, to, to the priest and show them that you're clean but I want you to leave unclean. He said, he said, uh, he said okay, I'm going to do this for you, but you got to go and you show, yourself as un you show yourself clean, even though as you are leaving, you are still unclean. Watch this. What, what if there is a go? What if there is a do? What if there's a show attached to the manifestation that you have to do before it comes to pass? Come on, come on. I never saw it before either, until I read that. It said, look, that's what preparing and planning is for this thing. What if, what if there is a go? What if, what if God is saying, listen, okay, you're speaking this stuff, the manifestation is coming. Preparing and planning and living in expectation is just me saying, I'm going to go and show before it even ends up here. I'm going to do it already even though it hasn't showed up yet. I'm going to prepare my life in expectation and live my life in expectation because I know it's here. They, 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 they left and they went to go show themselves to the priest clean, even though they left. Um, they didn't leave clean. He said, go. And it says, as they went, as they left, as they traveled, uh, they were cleansed. 
Here we go. Another example. Let's go to let's go to John. I got somebody else in the waiting room. Here we go. John 11. John 11. So again, we're talking about living in expectation, right? Here we go. Um, uh, John 11. This is the story of Lazarus. This is the story of Lazarus. Uh, we're going to go John 11. We're going to read two parts of this of this chapter, and you can read the whole chapter actually if you want. But we're going to, in, your, in your own time. But we're going to read uh, three parts. We're going to read John 11, 17 through 27, uh, uh, 38 through 39, and then verse 44. So let's jump down to John 11, uh, 17 uh, through 27. Here we go. Uh, this is New King, New King James Version. It says, so when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. This is talking about Lazarus. He says, now Bethany uh, was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard Jesus was coming, went and met him. Watch this. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, we, we got to get this, y'all. She said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Okay, here she go. If you had been here, this wouldn't have happened. But then she says, watch this, y'all. But even in her grief and even her saying, if you were here, this wouldn't have happened. But then she turns right back around and says, but even now, even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give to you. She's setting it up right now. So she's talking about her faith. This, watch this. This is her speaking in faith. She's like, I know that even now, come on, even with everything, that's right, Sierra, she's typing there, that I know that right now, that even now, despite everything we're going through, I know right now that if you were to ask God, he will give you whatever you ask, ask of him. I know this without a shadow of a doubt. I know that if you were here, this wouldn't happen. But I also know that even now, that's right, parent, even in the midst of what I'm going through and in the midst of what I'm facing, I know that even now, if you were to speak, she is speaking from authority, she is speaking from faith, and she's speaking on the word of God. She said, I know that even now, watch this, that whatever you ask God, he will give you. Then Jesus says to her, your brother will rise again. She comes right back in verse 24 and says, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Watch this. Sometimes we go through that where she says, listen, if you were here, this wouldn't have happened. She's at a low point. Then she says, but I know that even now, if God was, if you speak to God, God will give you what you want. She's at a high point. And then he says, your brother will rise again. Then she goes back to that low point. She goes back to that low point where she says, well, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection. She don't even see that he's talking about now. I, I know Montana, I'm going to slow down. She doesn't even understand the fact that he's talking about right now. So Martha says to him, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus then says to her, remember, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whosoever lives uh, and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Then she responds in 27. She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the son of God, who has come into this world. So here she is. Again, we all can relate to that roller coaster. We all can relate to, gosh, man, I shouldn't have made this bad decision. Oh, goodness, I wish things would work out for me. Oh, man, this has happened again. Man, if it ain't one thing, it's another. Oh, when it rains, it pours. And the next thing you know, we up here the same way she was and say, but even now, I know God can come through. Said, well, I know it'll be all good in heaven. I know at the resurrection, I'll be able to. And then said, you know what? I do believe it. So we've all experienced this. Here's her going through this roller coaster, right? Now let's keep moving. But we can relate to that. But understand that she said and she spoke that I know that even now, come on, she said, I spoke that even now, God hears you, and he will give you what you want. Even in the midst of that up and down, in the midst of that turmoil, she still spoke. That's why it is an emotional roller coaster, and that emotional roller coaster is a beast. But she says, I understand that even right now, that God will give you exactly what you ask for him. Whatever you ask him, he'll do it. So let's move down. Let's move down. Here we go to 38 and 39. Uh, and so now Jesus is, is fully at the tomb. I, I see you, Montana. Uh, and so now he's, he's, he's moving down. He's at the tomb. Verse 35 says, Jesus wept. And the Jews said, see how he loved him? Uh, uh, verse 37, 
And some of them said, uh, could not, not this man who opened the eyes of the blind uh, also have kept this man from dying? Here we go, verse 38, that is real, see? He says, then Jesus, again, groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Here we go, talking about preparation. Jesus saying, y'all wanna see me do something? All right, I need you to, do, I need you to prepare for this. <laughs> Here's Jesus. Here we go. He says, okay, you want, you want me to do something? You want me to, to do something about this situation? You, you want something to happen in the even now? Now I need you to do something. Because he said, I'm going to do something in the even now. What's your even now? What, what is it that's happening right now where you're like, even now, I know God can come through. I'm trying to figure out what your even now is because Jesus is like, okay, you said even now is I, that you know that God will listen to me and God will uh, do whatever I say. All right, so even now, here I am. I'm here even now. I need to know what you're going to do. Roll the stone away. He's still acting. Listen, even now I can come through. He's like, but I need you to roll the stone away. We're talking about expectation. I should have no problem moving that stone away. I should have no problem with him asking me what am I going to do on my end. I don't, I, listen, listen, we all got a list of even now, parent. I'm, I'm with you, sis. If he's going to do something, he's saying, now I need you to roll the stone away. That's nothing but living in expectation that he's about to do something. Because if I don't expect him to do something, I don't need to roll the stone away. Jesus is asking them, I need y'all to roll the stone away. Why? Because he's expecting Lazarus to come out of that grave. Come on, y'all. He's asking them, please roll this stone away. And the question is now, what is that stone in front of whatever tomb that you now need to roll away because you're speaking? Listen, because I'm starting to speak these things from a place of authority, I'm starting to speak these things from a place of faith, I'm starting to speak these things from the word of God, I'm now expecting something. What are these stones that need to be rolled away? Jesus tells them, y'all need to roll the stone away. It's time for y'all to prepare. I'm coming all the way in. I see you. Here we go. Come on. Uh, 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 uh. So Martha, here we go. Here we go with the roller coaster. Because remember, it was Martha who said, even now, I know you can do this, right? And we saw her roller coaster before. And here she is again. Jesus, Watch this. Jesus is right where she wants him to be. She wants him right there at the grave, wants him to say so, wants him to do something. He's right where she wants him to be. And he, he asked her to do something. And then she said, uh, 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 she says, uh, Lord, uh, by this time, there's a stench. But he's been dead for four days. He ain't asking none of that. All he asked him to do, I'm right, Jesus is right where she wants him to be about to do exactly what she wants. He asked her to do one thing, and here comes the excuse. Here comes the excuses. Listen, I ain't blaming Martha because I'm in that, because I do that, because I see me all up and down in those scriptures. And truth be told, sometimes we can see ourselves because that's us saying, well, what about this? And then we want to take control. And then we want to say, well, maybe God doesn't really want this to happen. Well, maybe God didn't really want. Remember, we, we got to stop. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. We got to stop thinking that we have, we have God in, it, it, like figured out that we know exactly how he's going to do something. We don't know. He asked her to what? Remove that stone. And then she comes with the excuses. So anyway, Jesus says in verse 40, Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you, listen, if you would believe, uh, you would see the glory of God. And then what did they do? They took the stone away from the place where the dead man was lying. Come on, y'all. Listen. And so after Jesus then, he goes through this whole thing with her again, like, didn't I say to you? And sometimes that's what we need. That's, listen, this is why we need that person in our life. This is why we need to jump onto the Zoom call on Tuesdays and Thursday nights and on Saturdays. We need somebody that we can talk to, that we can text, that we can Marco Polo, that we can call up. And that person's going to say, didn't you say that you believe God can do this? This is what Jesus told Martha. Didn't I tell you that if you believe, like, weren't you the one who said that even now you know that if I ask God, he's going to do it? So now why are you in the doubt? And every now and again, we need somebody like that in our life who's going to shake us up in faith and say, aren't, listen, didn't you say you believe God can do this? Didn't we pray about this? Get out of the pity party and let's start living in expectation. 
how, how are you living today that reflects what you're speaking is going to come to pass, that you expect it to come to pass? So then they rolled away, watch this, and Lazarus comes out. Though he says this, Lazarus comes out, I want to jump down to 44. And, and, and he who died came out bound, hand and foot. I see that, you, you're right. Comes out, watch this. And he who had died came out bound, hand and foot, with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to him, Jesus said to them, loose, the, loose him and let him go. Now watch this. So they rolled the stone away. Jesus did exactly what they asked him to do. And then after he did that, there was still more work that they had to do. Listen, listen, there was still more that they had to do. Come on, y'all. Uh, uh, so he comes out and he says what? Unwrap him, loose him, and let him go. Now listen, we got to prepare for life for expecting it to come, but then we got to also prepare for what life is going to be like after that thing has changed and after that thing has come. Because after he came out the grave, what are they going to do? Let him sit there in the grave clothes? Of course not. They had to unwrap him. And so you got to understand that, listen, you can speak and you can expect and you can receive, but there's also responsibility afterwards to watch this be a good steward and to walk in to whatever it is God releases there go, that thing released. We're going to be back on release Tuesday and Thursday. There's still that responsibility, and there's still work to do. The work don't stop after. Remember, we talked about in release how we say God releases things. Watch this. It says in Ephesians 2.10, for the good work that he has predestined for us. Thursday, we talked about the release of things, or was it Tuesday, that God wants us to sufficiently abound in all things so that we can have everything we need to fulfill the good work. We read that in 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians. You got to go back and check. I write some of these scriptures. I don't remember which one it is. Here we go over that release. And so, and, so, and so we see this. We see the importance, right? Watch this, of preparing and planning, right? When it comes to our expectation that we're going to receive the things that we speak. Because you got to remember this whole scripture with Lazarus started with Martha saying that I, I know that even now, if you ask God, God will give you what you say. So it started with her speaking. And so now we've got to be re ready to roll the stone away, right? Got to be ready to prepare. And then for the work of unwrapping Lazarus once he comes out, right? Amen. Now watch this. Now watch this. Some self-examination questions, and then, and then we'll, get to, we'll get to communion today. We're talking about expecting, y'all. And I'm going to post this again on the, on the, on the Buzzsprout page, page probably five to ten minutes once we're done here. And you can go back and listen to it and share all this stuff uh, with people that you know. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, here's what we got to ask ourselves. Here we gotta, here's what we got to figure out. Uh, what specifically am I speaking to in my life? And this may be where we go next week too. that question and that scripture in James where it says, you know, you have not because you ask not. And sometimes you ask, but you don't have because you ask amiss. And so we'll, 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 we'll look at that uh, maybe next week for, for a short period of time. But what specifically am I speaking to in my life? Um, uh, watch this. Does my faith, does my faith speech, the, 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 the faith language that I'm speaking, does it have a target? Is it specific? Or am I just being general, just shooting out at the air? You know, what specifically financially do I need a blessing for? What specifically in a relationship? Do, yes, I need that for Tuesday. I got you, Montana. Here we go. Does it have a target or am I just speaking? We can be specific about these things. Jesus didn't just say, you know, roll the stone away and then just start and then just say, come forth. He specifically said Lazarus. There's some people, some theologians that think the power in what Jesus said, it's possible he could have said, come forth, and a bunch of dead people would have been coming out. But Lazarus, so he spoke specifically to that thing, right? Amen. And so what specifically uh, am I speaking to? Now, here we go. Uh, 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 now, uh, what am I saying 
to that target? What's my confession? Remember, so number one, what specifically am I speaking to in my life? What's the target? What's the target? Let's get specific. Then it says, uh, and listen, sometimes we're praying for family members. Call out names, specific names, specific issues. Even within myself, call out, call it out. What am I, specific, what am I speaking to? What's the target? What's the aim? What's the focus, right? Jesus said Lazarus. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, uh, what am I, so, so, so what specifically am I speaking to? What's the target? It says then, uh, what am I saying to the target? What's my confession? What am I actually speaking? Is it based on my authority? Is it based on my faith? And is it based on the word of God? What am I saying to it? Okay, so what's the target? What am I saying to it? Here we go. What am I doing now to prepare for it to manifest? Listen, what am I doing now to prepare for it to manifest? We talk about these declarations that we be having, like, it seems like every single lesson in impact, we have these, like, declarations, these things we're confessing. And the thing is, and, and maybe the one for this week is, is how, what am I doing today that reflects the fact that I expect this to manifest in my life? What am I doing today that reflects that I expect this, and you can just fill in the blank there, to manifest in my life? Manny just wrote, call out our names. I know that's right, Manny. Uh, Manny write this down. He's he taking notes. Uh, so what am I doing now to prepare for it to manifest? All right, uh, so, so we had three. What, what specifically am I speaking into my life? What's the target? Uh, what am I saying to the target? You know, is it based on my authority or my faith or my word? It, it, it better be. Uh, and then, and then uh, what am I doing now to prepare for it? Watch this. Here's number four. What's the plan for it once it manifests? What is the plan for it once it manifests? And here's the thing. We can, we can, maybe we can dive a little deeper into that, too, uh, 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 next week, is that, is that it's not even about my plan. It's what's God's plan. And, 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 and remember, we talked about the Holy Spirit revealing the deep things of God to his people through his spirit. And we have the spirit in us. That's in 2 Corinthians. Uh, we talked about that a few lessons ago. And so, again, you see how these lessons are stacking on each other, how, how it's all making sense. Uh, and so you may need to go back to that. So what's the plan for it once it manifests? And then watch this. Here's the hard part. Because, you know, the preacher in me is like, okay, there's, there's, in next week, there's, the, there's the preparation for expectation. There's the planning and expectation. But here's the, fifth, here's the fifth question here. And this is the hardest one. It's the third P. Uh, 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 am I willing to wait for it to manifest? The patience of expectation. The patience of expectation. Listen, as we were expecting Manny, when we first found out we were pregnant with Manny, I couldn't wait for him to get here. Could not wait for him to get here. But guess what? I had to wait. <laughs> I had to wait. What nothing I could do. Don't you know what I could do? I could prepare and I could plan. I could prepare, plan, plan and pray. I could do all those things for him. But I still had to what? Wait. I still had to wait. Am I willing to wait for it to manifest? Here we go. What's the target? What am I specifically speaking to? Uh, 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 what am I saying to it? What am I doing now to prepare? What's the plan for it once it manifests? And am I willing to have patience and wait for it to manifest? You're right, Ma. It is not easy waiting. Am I willing to have patience while it manifests, y'all? And so that's what we're talking about. That's what we're feeling uh, today. It's all about the expectation. It's about living in expectation. If I want to start speaking these things from my authority, from my faith, and if I want to start speaking these things from the word of God, then I, then I expect it to happen. And so now that I expect it to manifest, there's now a, 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 my responsibility in expectation to, to prepare uh, and to plan and also to wait for it. And also to wait for it. 